Hey, it's Julie. I want to talk to you today about exhaustion. Now, this is a big theme I've seen come up with pretty much all my clients lately. They are so freaking tired. But they're too busy to even figure out why they're so tired. And they're too tired to figure out why they're so tired. So whether you are working right now or not, the majority of us are stuck at home. So you'd think that we would feel more rested, right? Without the commute, we should have more time in our schedule, right? We're spending more time with loved ones, so we should really feel more fulfilled, right? Wrong. Wrong and wrong. Today, we're talking about change fatigue. And I want to look at change fatigue in a different way than we're typically used to in the corporate world. So let's dive right in. Traditionally, when we talk about change fatigue at work, we use the term to reference a company's culture that has gone through a history of usually failed or painful change initiatives. Change on top of change on top of change. And often, not successful change. And as a result of this, employees start to lose faith in their leaders, in the culture, in the company. They start to be suspect or jaded about any new change that's coming down the pike and being introduced. This leaves us feeling helpless and frustrated. Right now, we're experiencing change fatigue in a different way. I think a more dangerous way. Right now, we're experiencing change in all areas of our life, not just all areas of work. And it's exhausting. Our previous routines that we've carefully crafted over the years to give us consistency and comfort, they're gone. For how long? Who knows? So layered on top of this change is uncertainty. Now, if there's one single message that I want you to take away today from this episode, it is that you are in the midst of extraordinary change, all-encompassing change, unprecedented change. And you, my friend, are allowed to feel exhausted and frustrated and overwhelmed and scared and uncertain, whatever it is that you are feeling, I give you permission to feel it. This is new. This is exhausting. This is change that we have never experienced before. So I want you to own what you're feeling and please be compassionate with yourself. And I want us to all just pinky swear here today that we are going to stop to pretend that we're all okay. When people ask me how I'm doing, I tell them the truth, which is, I feel like I'm on an emotional roller coaster. There's ups, there's downs, there's highs, there's lows, and I have no idea what's coming around the next bend. It's good to tell others what you're feeling. And I know that what I'm feeling isn't perfect, and I don't have this all figured out. So telling people that I don't have it figured out feels good. Because the only thing that makes the exhaustion and the constant change worse is going into that energetic deficit to try to project an image on others that we're all going to be okay. Because projecting that fake image to others always takes more energy than just being honest and living the truth of where we are in this moment. So to understand why you're so darn tired, I want to remind you about growth hangovers. 
Growth hangovers happen when we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. Growth hangovers are very real, and they affect us physically and emotionally. Think about what happens when you have a food hangover or a hangover from too much rich food. What happens to you physically? You're likely tired, right? You're not at your peak performance. So you might take it easy that day, maybe sleep in, hang out on the couch, eat some fried food, rehydrate your body, and the same thing applies to a growth hangover. You need to rest. You might feel highs, you might feel lows, you might feel intense emotions, or you might feel like you're reaching out for those numbing behaviors. This is all part of your growth hangover. When we're doing things that are new for us, which right now is probably everything, our growth hangovers really impact us, right? We are spending a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. So if you're looking at your week, normally this is what I tell people. If you're really busy, you're doing a bunch of new things like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe you have a big presentation you're working towards on Wednesday, be sure to balance out your week on Thursday and Friday with some admin time, maybe some easier tasks that you're more used to doing. The key is to recognize which tasks in your daily workload are inside your comfort zone and which are outside. But here's the big but. Right now with this pandemic, most of us have lost the ability to manage our schedules, right? To balance out the tasks that are inside and outside of our comfort zone. Everything is new. Even if it's things that we've done before, doing them from home, doing them via Zoom, it's exhausting, right? Because it adds in new layers that we're unfamiliar with. So on top of all that, many of us don't have the ability to unplug and recharge, especially those of you who have little ones at home. And then layer on top of all that, all the worry about your physical health. Those of you who are grieving right now because you've lost loved ones or are in the process of that, I can't imagine what that must feel like to not even be able to be present with a loved one as you're losing them. Those of you who are struggling with money or other uncertainties, there are so many different layers on top of this. Forgive me if I don't name exactly what you are going through right now. I do know that you are likely spending a disproportionate amount of time outside of your comfort zone. And you're likely experiencing a growth hangover. And you may not have had the space to recover, to recharge, to understand what it is that you're going through. And this all is what is making you so tired. So if you want to understand this more deeply, here's an exercise that you can do to really understand your circumstances. Grab a sheet of paper and a pen, and I want you to make three separate columns. On the far left, I want you to make a column that says change. And then I want you to list everything in your life that has changed since the pandemic started. Now, this can be one-time changes. It can be changes to your daily schedule, your weekly schedule, your routine. Then in the middle column, I want you to label it same. In this column, I want you to list everything that has remained the same. And I want you to really be reflective here. Dig deep and name everything, not just parts of your routine or your schedule, but also things like your emotions that have remained the same. 
the love that you feel for loved ones, your passion for work, or possibly even your uncertainty around work. Then in the third column, I want you to draw a picture of a light bulb in that column because that column is for your realizations. What have you realized during this pandemic? You realize maybe that you love working from home and that all that time spent commuting is better served at home. I'm hearing this a lot from people that they are loving working from home every day. You realize maybe that the teachers and the caregivers that uh, you used to previously take for granted are now pretty much your superheroes and that they all deserve a raise because spending 24-7 with your children, no matter how much you love them, is exhausting. Maybe you've realized that you love your job and you're grateful. Maybe you've realized that you've outgrown your job and it's time to find a new one. Doesn't matter what it is, but I guarantee that there are some big realizations about your life, maybe reflecting on what you don't like or deciding what you want to be different going forward. Now, this is a simple exercise, but it's a really powerful one because crisis is an amplifier. Whatever you were sort of kind of feeling before, it is amplified in a really big way, as if floodlights have now been shone directly on it. Crisis is an amplifier. The good gets amplified. It's even better. The bad gets amplified, and we just feel like we can't stand it anymore. I want you to capture all this intelligence that is coming for you. Chances are you're too exhausted to even realize all the big ahas in the intelligence that is coming up for you. So I want to give you a few tips and a few tools to help you deal with all your change fatigue. I've got four tips for you right now. Here we go, number one. Your first tip is to presence what is going on. No matter what you're feeling, it's perfectly normal. My hand is on my heart, I promise you. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell someone about it. And there doesn't need to be any sort of agenda here. The objective isn't to name it out loud so that somebody else will find a solution for you. You don't need to expect someone to solve it. Just get it off your chest. You'd be surprised how many other people are feeling the exact same thing that you are and feel relieved because you had the courage to name it. Tip number two, ask for what you need. Now, this tip especially goes out to, big shout out to all my people pleasers, those of you who dedicate your entire life to taking care of everybody else's needs and you are essentially a martyr and have no needs of your own. Guess what? This is a fantastic time for you to figure out that, yeah, you do have needs. You've just been ignoring them. Test out and build up this muscle to really figure out what your needs are and voice them to others. Tip number three, avoid comparing. Ooh, I've seen this one a lot. Nothing makes you more miserable than comparing your experience to others, whether you think someone is having a better life than you or a harder life than you. And especially on social media, ooh, I see this a lot. Uh, This we're in it together message has really evoked a whole dialogue around, you know, we're in the same storm, but we're not in the same boat you know what, I get it, I get the temptation, but trust me, this will not make you feel any better about your experience or anyone else's. 
No good ever comes from comparing. It's just mainlining misery, right? Because comparison, just to remind you, I know you know this, comparison makes us feel separate from others. And that defies our natural need as humans, which is to feel connection to others. Trust me, everyone is struggling in their own way. Tip number four, offer to help someone else. Now, this one plays off the last tip of avoiding comparing. Truly, the best way to always decrease your struggle is to take your attention off of yourself and offer to help others for a couple reasons. First off, it feels good to help someone else. And second, it is an amazing distraction away from the things that you are facing and your own struggles. It's kind of like giving you a tiny oasis from whatever it is that you are dealing with right now. All right, it's time to wrap up this episode on change fatigue. Please recognize that you are going through tremendous change and change is exhausting. Even for those of us who love change, change is exhausting. And you're likely experiencing a good growth hangover from all the new things that you're doing. Even if they were things you did before, but you're doing them in a different way, that will evoke a growth hangover. So, especially the Zoom meetings, right? And all the Zoom meetings to discuss how to minimize all the Zoom meetings that we're having. Really? So try out the tool that I offered earlier. Make those three columns, right? The first column is to list everything that has changed. The second column in the middle is to list everything that has stayed the same. And then that third column, that's your light bulb column. That's where you list everything that you are realizing. And remember the four tips, I'll recap them again for you right now. One, presence what is going on. Don't keep it all bottled up inside of you. Two, ask for what you need. Lean in and make one small ask today. Three, avoid comparing. Trust me, everyone is struggling in their own way, even if you can't see it from where you're sitting. And fourth, lastly, offer to help someone else. All right, thanks for tuning in today. Remember to exercise compassion for yourself. And no matter what it is that you are going through or experiencing, feel those feelings. Feelings are a gift and we are meant to feel them. So lean in and feel whatever you're meant to feel right now. Don't fight it. Be conscious of all the change that you are experiencing and also of the growth hangovers because pretty much life as you know it has completely changed. And here's a bonus tip. If you don't already have a regular practice, this is a perfect time to start a meditation practice. Because in times like this, when we can't go outside, this is the perfect time to take the journey inside.